Welcome to God's Word for Life Lesson Companion Podcast, brought to you by Word of Flame Curriculum and the Pentecostal Publishing House. This podcast encourages adult disciples to think deeply about God's Word, further develop their personal relationship with Jesus Christ, and make a greater commitment to the purpose and plan of God for their lives. Let's dive into today's lesson and explore what it means to live out God's Word in our lives. Hello, everyone, and welcome to God's Word for Life, episode number six. This is a lesson companion podcast, and so for those of you who are Word of Flame curriculum customers, we invite you to grab your spring 2020 lesson manual or student workbook and follow along as we look at lesson 14 entitled Sharing His Mission. For those of you who are not Word of Flame curriculum customers, we invite you to pick up your Bible and follow along with us as we dive into this week's lesson. Well, before we look at today's lesson, I wanted to just briefly look at something that's happened recently in the news. Just a couple days ago, Elon Musk, his rocket ship that he built was just launched into outer space with a couple of astronauts. And I can tell you when I was a kid, there was something about outer space that just captivated me. I wanted to be an astronaut. I know I'm not alone with some of you out there, but I wanted to be an astronaut even into high school until I finally wisened up and realized, wow, I'm not real good at physics. And these men and women who are a part of NASA are brilliant people. Now, I didn't consider myself dumb, but I knew my limitations and I knew that outer space was probably not going to be a destination for me. So I just switched my fascination from going to outer space to looking through telescopes and and looking and exploring and seeing the vastness of outer space and enjoying that. Well, when I, you look at all these, I wonder what it was like. I, I didn't live back in the 60s. I wasn't born till the early 70s. But I wonder what it was like, the space race back then, and try and see who could get to the moon first. They called those trips missions. It was the Apollo mission. It was it, That was the word they used to describe what they were doing. They had a purpose and a plan, and they were going at it. Now, there's always been a little bit of controversy around the space missions. There was some people who wanted to do it they were excited about it and yet there was others who were not so excited and thought money could be more well spent here on planet earth but it it doesn't matter really what side of the space mission you're on there is one mission we are all called to be a part of and that's his mission the mission of jesus christ and that's the mission we're going to look at today in this lesson entitled sharing his mission Let's turn in our Bibles today to Matthew chapter 28, Mark chapter 16, Luke 24, and Acts chapter 1. We're going to read just a couple scriptures in each one of these, but these all kind of tie together, so that's why we're reading all of them today. Matthew chapter 28, beginning at verse 16. Then the eleven disciples went away into Galilee, into a mountain where Jesus had appointed them. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. 
Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. And then Mark chapter 16, verse 15. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world, and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. Over into Luke chapter 24, beginning at verse 46. And said unto them, Thus it is written, and thus it behoved Christ to suffer, and to rise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations beginning at Jerusalem. And one final verse, Acts chapter 1, verse 8. But ye shall receive power, after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. Those scriptures we read here today are accounts of the same situation, the same experience. Jesus is ascend, about to ascend into heaven and he is giving his final instructions to those who would carry on his ministry and his mission. Our focus thought for today is this. As disciples of Jesus Christ, we are commanded to share the gospel message with everyone. Not just who we think we ought to share it with, but Jesus told us to share this gospel message with everyone. Let's dive deeper into this text and pull out a few things we can apply to our lives, even this very week. Found it interesting. Remember the theme from last week? We talked about how the disciples and the apostles had trouble believing what had happened, and they they had difficulty doubting. We find doubt entering in again. Look at these first three verses, Matthew 28, verses 16, 17, and 18. Then the eleven disciples went away into Galilee, into a mountain where Jesus had appointed them. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Now imagine this. After seeing him die, and now seeing him alive, standing before him, why the doubt? They saw him die, and now they're talking to him. They're seeing him standing right in front of them. Why the doubt? Why are they having trouble believing? Maybe some couldn't get close enough to him to actually touch him and to feel his skin and maybe wipe away all the doubt. Maybe that, I, I don't know why. But for some reason, even in the midst of such great miracle, we find doubt again. We talked about this a little bit last week in the story that we read, the passage that we read. Isn't it amazing that as human beings, we can be standing in the middle of something miraculous and still battle doubt? 
I think it's encouraging here, though, because these are humans. And 2,000 plus years later, we still deal with doubt sometimes, even in the midst of a situation that we should be rejoicing and being filled with faith. They were doubting. Some worshipped and some doubted. Does that sound like your church? Does that sound like some people you know? Which group are you in? Some worshipped and some doubted. That's the question I want to ask you concerning this. I want you to answer honestly today. Which comes easier for you? Worship or doubt? What's your default? What's your default response when struggle comes your way? Worship or doubt? What's your response when difficulty presents its way in your path? Worship or doubt? When you get out of bed in the morning and you're tired, what's your easy response? What's your quick response? Worship or doubt? When you're stressed, is it worship or doubt? When you have an unanswered prayer, is it worship or doubt? Which comes easiest for you? That's a question we need to answer honestly. And I pray it's worship, but I I fear that sometimes, probably for many of us, it's doubt. We've got to figure out a way to believe God and to worship through our doubt so that doubt turns to faith and we see the miraculous in our lives. Second thing I want us to look at in this text is further on here. We read verses 16 through 18 of Matthew 28. Now let me read 19 and 20. Jesus says, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. He says similarly, Mark chapter 16, verse 15. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. It's that little tiny word, two-letter word, go, that stands out to me. Jesus was always on the move. He, he never wanted people to stay in the same place for too long. Remember when the disciples, Peter, James, and John, followed him on the Mount Transfiguration? And after everything had happened, Peter said, let's build some tabernacles here. Let's stay here. Let's not leave here. And Jesus said, that's not how it works. We can't stay here. There's a, there's a mission. There's something we've got to do. Now, there's something to be said about somebody who digs their heels into a city and they dig out a work and they stay there all of their life. I'm not necessarily talking about that. That's admirable for people who stay and stick it out and dig something out and they, they, they're not flighty and they're not just constantly on the move. I'm not talking about physically being on the move. I'm talking about spiritually being on the move. There's too many people that are still at the same place they've been for a long, long time. That word go needs to get in our heart today. That word go needs to challenge us. Jesus said, I'm ascending, I'm leaving you, I've got to go, now you must go. Go into all the world and preach the gospel. Go into all the nations and teach them. Go. Don't stay where it's comfortable, but don't stay where you've always been for so long. Go. Get out 
of your comfort zone? That's the question I want to ask you today. Have you been at the same place spiritually for too long? Is there something you feel in your spirit that you feel the Holy Ghost telling you, go? I'm not talking about physically going. What I am talking about is spiritually. Are you, have you been at the same place too long? Is the Holy Ghost telling you to go? To get out of your comfort zone? To push past what's comfortable? To push past what's, what you've seen as, as normal? To, get pa- to go? Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. The last thing I want us to look at, Mark chapter 16, verse 15, he says, Go preach the gospel. Then says in Luke chapter 24 and verse 48, and that repentance, I'm sorry, verse 47, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations beginning at Jerusalem. He told his disciples, all of his disciples, there were around 500 of them or so, they, they estimate, at the mount there that day when Jesus was about to ascend. Approximately 500, maybe there was more. But Jesus told all of them that were listening, he said, go preach. Go preach the gospel. Go teach the nations. Go tell them about repentance. Go tell them about baptism. Go tell them about this promise that's coming. Go. He gave this command to all of his disciples, every single one of them. The question I have for you, when was the last time you preached the gospel to somebody? But you're saying that I'm not a preacher. I have been called to preach. Well, you may not have been called to stand behind a pulpit or to pastor a church or to travel as an itinerant preacher around the different churches and preach in that manner. But every single one of us have been called to preach the gospel. That is his mission. His mission, Jesus' mission, was to seek and to save the lost. And the only thing that can save the lost is the gospel of Jesus Christ. It is the fact that he died and was buried and rose again. That is the good news of the gospel. And we are all called to preach that, that people are to repent and to be baptized in the name of Jesus and receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. When was the last time you preached the gospel to somebody? Is there a neighbor you preached to? Is there a family member you preached to? When was the last time you preached the gospel to somebody? Here's our call to action for this week. Got three of them for you. First of all, this week, let's decide to be worshipers this week and not doubters. I don't know what lies ahead of you. I don't know the difficulties you might face this week. But whatever it is you face, make up your mind to be a worshiper and not a doubter. Make up your mind that in all things, in everything, I'm going to give thanks. In everything, I'm going to worship him. In everything, I'm going to magnify him. Be a worshiper and not a doubter. Secondly, if you've been at the same place spiritually for too long, today, this week, move closer to Jesus this week. Just go. Just get out of your comfort zone. Move closer to Jesus this week. Get nearer to him 
this week. And finally, find somebody to preach the gospel to. There is no greater joy than sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ with somebody. There is nothing like seeing the face of someone light up when revelation hits them and they understand what the gospel of Jesus Christ is all about. Find somebody to preach to, not preach at. Not go out and find somebody and, and, and try to convict them with your words. Tell them they're living in sin and they're going to hell. That, that's never been the call. You preach the gospel. You declare the gospel. Don't preach at somebody. Find somebody you can preach to this week. We need to share in the mission of Jesus Christ this week. Let's join that mission. Let's purpose to join that mission this week. And let's let that mission work out in our lives. And let's see this world changed in Jesus' name. Lord, we are so grateful for your promises in our lives. Thank you so much for rising from the dead. Thank you so much for your spirit that's been poured out. You've called us to enter in, to partner with you in this mission. For there are souls who are lost and souls who are far from you, and they need to hear the gospel message. Help us, O oh God, lead us to somebody to preach to this week. Help us, Lord, to be worshipers and not doubters. Help us to draw closer to you this week. I know it's your will. We believe it's your will. We want to draw near to you, and we want to share in your mission this week. We're so grateful and so thankful for your goodness and mercy and grace. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for listening to God's Word for Life Lesson Companion Podcast, where together we explore what it means to live out God's Word in our lives. If you haven't yet, make sure to subscribe to this podcast. And if you are looking for other Bible study tools and resources to encourage you in your walk with God, visit us today at pentecostalpublishing.com.